Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Sands Pants Radio. There are no wrong decisions. Hey everybody and welcome to today's episode of Why Am I Sad? I'm Joel. I'm Cass. I'm Ruby. And we're fine. How are you? Well. Hello sunshine. Hello blue skies. Hello lovely day. Rude. Anyway, uh, this George isn't is... a one-way conversation. <laughs> yeah, what even? Anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, George is still uh, doing his comedy first while we were recording this. Yeah. So uh, instead of the usual programming that we've been doing the last few weeks, uh, we're going to answer some another email. Take it away, Cass. Yes. So thank you to everyone who emails us in. Mm-hmm. Thank you also for your patience. I know that without <laughs> um, without releasing, it does come out every couple of weeks. So for those who have taken a bit longer to get to your questions, apologies and thank you for your patience. Today we'll be answering a question that I think is pretty a standard sort of situation, unfortunately, for for people to get in. So this person's emailed us in because they're unhappy at their current job and they just had an opportunity come up for a position in a, sort of a higher tier in what they're doing, like a cooler version, something they would have really liked. They emailed in and applied for the job and then almost straight away they emailed on a weekend and then on the Monday they got a call saying, yes, we're going to interview you for the next week. That's and great. The- the day before the interview, they said the position's been filled and cancelled. First of all, I am so sorry. That is just Oof. crushing. It's just a shitty situation. Oh, <laughs> yes, we've we've all been in a position. Oh, I know. I've been in positions where I've gone for jobs and just not gotten them, and it it kills you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so they've they've emailed us in saying, you know, I know not to count my chickens before they hatch, but like it's it's just you know. What? Like I, I had a week of thinking I was in with a chance for this job and they're feeling a bit disillusioned. So they're asking if there's any way to bounce back because when they read that email, they just felt a bit numb. So, And it's just galling yeah. to, you yeah. know. It, to, it's so bad. You know, it's, and it's one thing to be like, okay, you're not right for the position. But then to have that and to have them be so interested that they email you like the next business day. and mm. Yeah, so. I think. Um, <laughs> sorry. Just, so sorry. <laughs> To give it a bit more perspective as well, I think to offer somebody an interview and then to retract it before the interview process had concluded 
is really unprofessional. So you probably didn't want to work for that unprofessional company anyway. Yeah, it's it, Dr. Bullet. It's it's poor business practice. Yeah. Um, I've never worked anywhere where mm. people have offered interviews and then not gone through with them because realistically, until you interview everybody, you don't know who the best candidate is, yeah. and a better one could be coming along in the next interview you've booked. So, and also when it comes to things like hiring, a lot of the time. Uh, jobs are posted when they're kind of shored up before mm. the jobs are even posted. So it could be that the pers- the position that was available, the person who was planning to leave has changed their mind and like retracted their resignation and mm-hmm. that might be why they never went through the interview process. I've the- had that happen before. <laughs> I've, I've had it happen before as well. Um, or it could be that it was uh, like already tied up with an internal hire, even so they probably should have gone through with the interview. But you've just got to not look at it as what was wrong with me and my resume because the fact that you were even extended an offer for an interview means that you are qualified to do that job and it means that you can just go and do that job elsewhere, hopefully somewhere where they don't dick you around as much. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, so I think... It's from from what you've mentioned, it's hopefully as clear to you as it is to us that this has nothing to do with mm. you, your talents, your skills, because there clearly something's happened mm. that is out of your control, but you have got you've got everything you need to pursue this if you want to keep pursuing it. That's just Oh, you're kicking the sucks. Like that that is horrible and mm. I, I can empathize as well, just being like the fact that you didn't even get a chance. Like, it's that's so not, shitty. It's not fair. Like, it's straight up not fair. If they've given you all of that thing and it sucks, and I'm sorry. Like, mm. yeah. Yeah. And I'm, 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 me and my partner going through a very similar situation currently where she applied for a job. She got the job on the Friday. They're like, yep, congratulations. And it's like, yeah, it's better than what she's currently doing. We got really excited because that would mean a couple of things down the line. Like for us, we're like sick. This is really good for, you know, especially the kind of timing. And then on the Monday, they're like, okay, contract hasn't come through. Why? And we're finding out that like between the agency and the company, there's this sort of um, dispute in the contract. And it's just like, the chances now of, you know, getting the job, it might be now reduced to zero, which is very frustrating for, you know, especially for her, but, you know, for both of us, because it's just like, I I don't like seeing her, again, getting her hopes up. And then mm. it's like, ah, yes, <laughs> dashed so expertly. And again, it has Good. nothing to do with her ability yeah. or skills yeah. to, or like ability to do the job or her skills or what she mm. bring to the table and everything to do with you know, bureaucracy, like organizational yep. structures yep. just going mad. Like. Yeah, I know. And it's really frustrating because it's like there is literally nothing you can do. You can't be just like, whatever, I'll, I'll do it for a little bit less coin or it's okay, I'll start an extra day early or an extra day late or yeah. a week or whatever. Mm. There is just nothing you can yeah. do. You have no power. The, ah, impotent. This is impotent. You're experiencing impotent rage uh, or impotent <laughs> disappointment maybe. But, yeah, it is – it's just – yeah, I don't know what you can do in this situation apart from wallow in your own self-pity for a bit uh, and then, I guess, carry on. Maybe contact them to be just like, that's a shame. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to you know, interview if there's anything in the future, in the future yeah. or yeah. if there's any other positions. Maybe at a lower rung. I don't know. You could kind of... Yeah, I think yeah. it is good to try not to burn your bridges. I think by the time this episode comes out it will probably be like well past the (laughs) window to actually contact them but if it does happen to anyone in the future it's always good to try and keep 
within their mm. sphere as well because mm. if they thought you were good for the job at one point, they, they'll might think you're good for it again in the future. Yeah. Similar thing has happened to a friend of mine who applied for a job and kept getting pushed along the application process. It was quite a lengthy application process. It involved like a Skype interview, uh, online yeah. testing and all sorts of things. Mm. Went through this whole process and then every time they got in contact with the HR department, they would say, your application is pending. It's still in the process of being looked at. Like, well, don't worry, we're going to get there. And, and and then he found out later through somebody he knew who worked there that the position, essentially what happened was the person whose job it was changed their mind and decided to stay in the job. Hmm. But So then after he found this out, yeah. he contacted HR again and they were like, oh, no, no, it's still pending, Dora, it's still pending, which hmm. was just a lie. It was oh, just a blatant gosh. lie. And yeah. it's because... They were still really interested, but they just there was no position for him available and they were trying to, like, conjure one up from thin air. But hmm. you know, sometimes there isn't the opportunity or the budget to do that, but they didn't want to blatantly say no to him just in case he found a job elsewhere. But they were just sort of uh. stringing him along. And <laughs> a lot of this stuff happens uh. so behind the scenes and you have, unless you know somebody who works there, unless you know an in, you don't have an in with the HR department, you have no idea what the inner workings are. And it might mean that they still want you. They still really like the idea of you, but they just don't have a position available, which is so shitty. But on the bright side, you were qualified to do the position at some point. Somebody thought you were good enough. So yeah. just got to keep that little like nugget of hope going. <laughs> take, yeah. take, that, take this experience as evidence that, I guess, first of all, this process can just suck sometimes yeah. out of your control, but also that you – yeah, you are experienced, you are qualified, like you can get your foot in the door in other places. So if you go and apply to more, definitely, you know, if you're, if you're not happy in your current job, apply for other things. It is so much effort to go and seek jobs and apply for jobs, especially when a lot of places now get you to do, the, you know, all these questions in addition to a cover letter, in addition to a resume, and then doing the online forms and yes, then putting yeah. in your resume details and then attaching your resume and everything. My least favourite is have you ever had to do a video uh, recording <gasps> of yourself as part of the application process. No. It's become, because I'm looking for work at the moment, so I'm going through a very similar thing. And as soon as that comes up, because usually it's you go on and you answer a bunch of questions, there'll be like an online questionnaire and then you attach your cover mm-hmm. letter and you attach your your CV. And then they'll be like, now you need to upload a video recording of yourself answering questions. And I don't know how that is relevant to a job. Like, surely if you have the questions, you can just write them out. And I feel like it's just like workplaces opportunity to essentially look at you prior to the interview. And as soon as they come up, I just shut down the whole whole process. And I'm like, I don't want to work for you anymore. (laughs) It's so much evidence, so unnecessary. And it's like, I have a CV written up and having to like then retype all yeah. that information out transpose into everything into the little sub boxes and then <laughs> it's just the way it's so so crushing and stuff yeah I, rem- I remember chatting to people when i was sort of doing more art stuff in my early youth and it was kind of like when you submit your portfolio and i remember my um teacher the graphics teacher being like if they ask for a photo just don't yeah, just don't because like you, they, they that should not be part of the process. Yeah, it shouldn't be. They shouldn't. Uh, and I feel maybe this the video yeah, thing. Yeah, this is, is like the modern like day version of this. A little bit sneaky. Yeah, 
But then again, with uh, everyone online, you can kind of easily, you know, a quick <laughs> Facebook or Google search yeah. somebody to see. I guess that could be a way to be like, I'm on the internet. Here is what I am professionally. It might be a good way to be like, ignore that other stuff. This is what I'll be like at work. <laughs> yeah. And I guess it's... it's what if it's going to be like, in maybe, you know, 10 years or 15 years, that kind of statue, statue of limitations in terms of like, so things that I have done in my past that I yeah. have on social media. Shush. Things I did when I was 15. Shush. <laughs> shush. <laughs> they don't come into play, shush, uh, and uh, move on forward, yes. And I think that used to be just a blanket rule for anyone hiring in the future to just yeah. be like, oh, yes, we we're all dickheads. <laughs> I just had a mm. a thought. Do you reckon that eventually, because you know how Facebook then had chat and then they had Facebook Messenger and now they've yeah. got Facebook events and they've got all these like sub apps. Do you reckon we'll get a Facebook resume? Oof. Facebook uh, CV? Yeah, Facebook Oof. will buy LinkedIn and they'll all just like combine. Uh. <laughs> so it's like it's like and then you go onto a job seeking website or you go to apply and it's like log in with like create account, account log in with Facebook, <laughs> log in with Google because then Google will have Google Google res or something yeah. and you can be able to put all your stuff <laughs> yeah, in there and yeah. Facebook will be like um, there'll be a whole section of like you know you put all your professional stuff and Facebook we can import this from all the job yeah, information yeah, you've yeah. already put in. Is yeah. there anything you'd like us to update? And then they'll have a section of that's like about me and it's like we've prepared a video montage of your, <laughs> of your most interesting things. Select from these predetermined ones of travel, friends, family, food. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, that'd be so great. Oh, Imagine I all the applications you could apply for in a day. Don't um, worry, Facebook won't share your profile. Your employer, your potential employer will not be able to see your profile. <laughs> and then people will end up going to it because they're like, if I do this and send them this, then they can't look at my profile. Uh, that's not a bad oh, This makes me want to delete my Facebook ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> when I was younger, I used to be very scared. Like, I, I think it was a form of anxiety or something of social media like mm. looking at like very long ago looking at myspace pages would make me feel like a bit physically sick okay. so i would never post i'm better now <laughs> i like i had the thought recently i was like look at me publicly posting an image of myself online younger mm. me would vomit <laughs> but maybe she'd be proud <laughs> um so i have i have i just didn't have anything on my facebook at all for when i was growing up and as as awful as it was to feel sick for a thing that a lot of people had very normally, and mm-hmm. I just I have, there's no stress at all. <laughs> it's like, oh, what yeah. did you used to post? Like nothing, nothing at all. <laughs> no, I, I, I'd like to go through and like I've I've gone through and just deleted a lot of it. Not 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 like you know offensive content. I was, but it was just more like mundane and. Very monotonous, boring bullshit yeah. that no one cared about. It's like, why did I think people would care about what I had to say? Anyway, on to my podcast. <laughs> but it's amazing to see, like, the progression of what is acceptable to post on Facebook. Because when I first got Facebook, it was, like, 2009. So we're talking mm-hmm. a decade ago. So I've had the same profile for a decade. And when you go back and kind of look at the sort of stuff you posted... Mm. People used to post things like, it would say, like, my name, like, Ruby Franklin, and then you write, is annoyed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then they introduced the feelings feature because people were doing it anyway. Yeah, and then all that stuff has, like, evolved from just, like, the sort of 
tone that people used to pose. Mm. And that's what's so cringy when you look back because you think that at that time that tone was sort of acceptable to like yeah. and post things like, is eating porridge? Like, <laughs> nobody gives a shit. No, and it's also as well, I think when a lot of people in, uh, in our generation got it, we were younger um it was pretty much just Facebook and MySpace. There weren't things like Twitter where you would post jokes or quips or quick opinions where you, like, everyone, everything, every thought has its own category now. Yeah, its own app. Yeah. So if you want to be pensive or whatever, you'd usually go to, you know, you'd have a business Facebook page where that's already established or you'd post it with a weird photo on Instagram. And if you're doing something quick, sharp, witty, whatever, that goes on Twitter. Like if you're making a cute little joke or you're saying something funny that happened. I mean, when we were kids, it was like in jokes and it'd be like, ha ha ha, lol, uh, two shoes, pee face and two two of your friends would get it and you'd be like, this is comedy gold. <laughs> and so all those other things sort of moved on. The really nice photos, like the insightful short messages and everything else stayed on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> but you look at how curated everyone's like social media is now because if yeah. you if you want to like post about like that amazing brunch you had you do it Always. on your Instagram story because it's the sort of yeah. thing you want people to see in the moment but you don't want to have it stick around. But if you actually scroll back through people's Instagrams and Facebook, all yeah. that stuff that really should be temporary is just everywhere because it was much less curated. People were just putting every mm. photo they could up. Mm -hmm. And now with everything's so, like, stylized and thought out. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, like, in about, you know, I was going to say, in three years, oh, 11 months, mm, six <laughs> months, this will all change. Yeah. yeah. Wow, we really are just dating ourselves right now. <laughs> oh, <okay>. um, <laughs> anyway. I mentioned, to, um, I mentioned to a friend, we were talking about Instagram and stuff like that, and um, I had this sort of realization where I was talking about posting things. I was talking about posting things on Instagram, but also like Twitter and things. And I was like, oh, I've got like I had I had what I thought was a funny joke. And I was like, I'll plan that. And she was like, you plan your posts. And I was just sort of like, yeah, well, if I lose my job at Sans Pants, it's kind of my resume. <laughs> like, if someone needs to hire me in any capacity oh. that's similar to this job, I'm like, I have to be funny, otherwise no one will respect me. This is why I never post on Twitter. If anyone <laughs> follows me on Twitter, I post like once a month and that's because I don't think of myself as funny enough to post on Twitter. Especially because the only people I follow are people from Sans Pants who are really funny. And then I go on Twitter and I'm like, maybe I'll post something. And then I see my feed and I'm like, no. <laughs> Not that funny. Bless. Bless. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm hoping one day that will, it'll just be, you know, everything will be come together and that'll be your CV. Uh, <laughs> well, the poor, like, the poor people who are now going to be like the job hiring, then they're going to get all this like wealth of information about each in individual hire potential that they're going to be like I cannot be bothered scrolling through all yeah. this garbage so that might actually work out very beneficial for everyone involved because there is so much data that no one's going to care or look through it that you know all those embarrassing pictures statuses and photos just yeah. buried down deep <laughs> unless they yeah. then so we're having um I was speaking to someone recently about uh how unskilled labor is disappearing mm. so uh for example if you want to be this is what we're talking about if you want to be a cleaner at a hotel you need to do a three-month course to learn how to do that so okay. um unskilled labor is slowly but surely 
banishing. I guess this is just sort of speculative. I don't know any official things, but we're losing jobs that people can just do off the bat mm. and we're losing jobs because a lot, a lot more things are becoming automated. We're getting better equipment Hells, to yeah. do stuff. We're getting more streamlined. So we are losing jobs. Facebook stalking. You get a resident social media investigator for your company. <laughs> any, any new hires that come in, your social media investigators will do their best to find things. There will be a set criteria of things you need to look for. They will first, oh, no, nah, then you can get an automated service to do buzzwords. So they do the buzzwords and then you get someone to look over everything. The curated ones. Mm. Yep. Curate things. Please provide us with a list of anything that has come up in the buzzwords. Please provide us with, like, the, oh. I'm sure that is a service, especially for people who are hiring anybody in like a uh, public yeah. capacity. Because, <laughs> for example, if you're running for like office, if you're a politician, yeah. there would have to be extensive yeah, background yeah, yeah. checks. What are to the make horrible sure... things that the public might know about? Exactly. You've just got to disclose it all. But I reckon it would be yeah. the same if you're going into anything like maybe you were going to a commercial radio station as a presenter. Mm. They'd probably want to know what your what's going on on your social media. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. It was like, ah, ah, audio, hard to scrub through. Got him. <laughs> Don't clip and share this. <laughs> yeah. Ah, the future's scary, but fun. Hey, I have the best idea. Mm. Let's run this company forever. <laughs> yeah. This can't die. We don't have anything else, Joel. I know. I have no other kind of any good qualities about myself in, <laughs> that would fit any job. Ooh. I didn't yeah. have a skill until you guys were like, you can come on. I was like, really? <laughs> what I find quite difficult is here when I like rant on and on and on and on and on about my opinions on things, people email in and they're like thank you but when i do it at my other job they're like please stop talking and do your work <laughs> well see so you're valued here just yeah, exactly, so valued exactly. Here. it's really confusing because what i'm praised in one job and told off in the other just, <laughs> what do you mean you want to hear my opinions on pokemon like, just like, listen well, i'm say them. <laughs> so uh yeah so getting back to the question um <laughs> I just think there's like, unfortunately, there's just not much you can do apart yeah. from, I guess, uh, get better at copping it. Because like a lot of this is just like, you just got to cop it because there's just nothing you can do. Yeah. There's nothing good about looking for a new job. And no. it's the sort of thing that you just have to keep applying for things and you're going to get loads and loads of rejections and they're never going to get easier. If anything, they'll get harder. Once you're on your 20th, you're like, oh, what's is wrong it- with me? <laughs> but it, that, but that's the thing. It, it's mm. like that for everyone and it's sort of how it is at the moment. And unfortunately enough, the way to apply for jobs is getting more difficult. It's becoming you have to put in a lot more effort to do a job application Interview processes are getting longer. Like, you know, you've you've got the, mm-hmm. as you were saying, like Skype interview, like a written test, online thing, this, that, the other thing. It's, it's getting- Submit a full feature length film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> learn, learn ballet and perform an interpretive dance to yeah. describe the way you would respond to a customer coming in as it closes. <laughs> like, Here's, ridiculous. Look at this recipe for my mother's lasagna for five minutes. Now recreate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, acknowledge that it- it can be exhausting and it can be a tiring thing, but mm. also that you can do it. Like it, it sucks, but it's it's doable. Um, as Joel and I say, it's not hard. It's just not hard. <laughs> um, if you look at everything as step by step, it becomes a lot easier. Someone saying they do not want you for a job 
even in this case, it, it just looks like it has absolutely nothing to do with you and it still sucks because it affects your life. So acknowledge acknowledge that it sucks. Also acknowledge that it doesn't have anything to do with you. If, you know, some, sometimes you, you can just have the two opposing thoughts in your head and they're both, you know, you feel them both, but yeah. just make sure you are also acknowledging it's not anything to do with you. Like, yeah, it's not personal, it's professional. And yeah. it's, sometimes it's really hard to separate those things when it's your own life. Yeah, but- exactly. Acknowledge why it feels bad, I guess, sort of being like, okay, this affects me, but it's not about me. Yeah, I think as well when shitty stuff like this happens where it's completely out of your control, it is hard to, like, work your self-esteem back up enough if you're constantly being, like, just battered down to build up again to put yourself out there. So my advice would be make sure that when stuff like this happens and it is really disappointing uh, because I'm someone who sometimes finds it uh, quite difficult to bounce back from things like this, just going to surround yourself by like stuff that does cheer you up and people in your life who will be positive towards you because there's nothing you can do for like the situation that you're in, but you can control what you do afterwards, which is you've just got to do something to cheer yourself up and bounce back. Yeah. And from from this, what you've proven is that you can do it and you've gotten rejected and you can do that. You can apply for a job and you can get rejected. Those yeah. are the two things you need when applying for a job. The third thing is getting the job and because you already have a job, you can do that too. Exactly. All three <laughs> things, not hard. Yeah, all three things you've already yeah. proven you can do. You will yeah. I have complete faith that you will you will end up fine. And yeah. if you keep trying to look for jobs and you keep putting in the effort to find something you like doing, I think you'll find it. It's just it's, a numbers game. Yeah, exactly. The opportunity will come eventually. I also think that like we should be commending anybody who has realized that they're not happy where they are and they're putting in the effort to put themselves out there and try to do something that they like more because that is a lot of work and that's like yeah. half the battle is just I, – I, I do this all the time where I find amazing jobs. I'm like, I'm definitely going to apply and then I sit there and ponder how I won't recover from the rejection of it and then just don't apply. <laughs> and how did that help you? It, uh, it just hurt my self-esteem and I didn't get the job, so. <laughs> didn't help you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's that sort of yeah. thing where you're not going to get any opportunities you don't go for. Mm. So you yeah. might as well Always just... going to miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Exactly. It yeah. sounds so corny, but it, it is It is yes. true. And the fact that you it's like half the battle, you applied for a job. Like, mm. like you're doing better than a lot of people can. So. God, yeah. And realizing that you want more out of life is... That that takes a lot of people a long time. Yeah. Like, good on you. Honestly, good on you. And for, yeah, applying for jobs, it's getting harder. You're doing it, though. That's so good. And every every time you, like, if it does happen that you do apply for more jobs and if you do get rejected, every rejection is a practice and you get better at getting rejected. Yeah. Yeah. And also, <laughs> when you get rejected for jobs, it's not going to happen all the time. In an ideal world, it would. But... Sometimes you do get feedback on why you weren't selected. Yeah. Sometimes the feedback's good in that they were like, you know, unfortunately, uh, you know, it wasn't inter- it ended up being an internal hire. There's nothing you do about stuff like that. There were always companies will tend to always prioritize internal hiring because it's less training for them, it's less money, it's less investment, there's less of a risk as well because they know how the person's going to work and their work ethic. But sometimes they'll be like, look, you were a great applicant. Unfortunately, there was somebody who had this qualification. And it might be something that you can easily go out and get. And now you have that information. You know what it takes to get that job. And you'll be better prepared for the future. Hmm. You're on the right track. You're doing it. Go you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, yeah. So, I think, honestly, you know, look. Take a week, if you want, or a couple days to feel a bit sorry for yourself, because it does suck. Getting rejected is never good. But, you know what? Not your fault. You're great, and you did nothing (laughs) wrong. So, you know what? It's on them. You're perfect. Never change. (laughs) Uh, But, no, I guess, you know, it is frustrating. You know, you have said, you know, know, don't count your chickens before they hatch. And I guess that's the kind of takeaway message is don't get your hopes up ever. Uh, no, you never be no. disappointed. What? No. <laughs> you should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I think I think there's a difference, like getting your hopes up and getting excited about something. You can't help it if it's something you really want. Yeah. So, I I would say acknowledge acknowledge that you tried. Acknowledge that you're on a path to if you if you keep doing this, you will get something you want. Mm. So good on you. Um, rejections suck. Uh, sorry, <laughs> they're, they're part of it. So every you're just gonna get better at those two if they keep coming. But yeah, if you keep doing what you're doing, you're gonna get what you want. So good on you. So sorry it didn't work out this time, but yeah, don't stop trying. Exactly. And if you have any, of course, little problems or quandaries or queries that you want us to try and fumble our way through <laughs> with our uh, unprofessional opinions, hells, yeah, <laughs> you can uh, email us in happylepod at gmail dot com. Now. Oh, it's been a while, but uh, let's just go with like how, how first off, how are we all going, and let's just uh, maybe have a quick chat about our uh, our goals that we wanted to achieve from uh, a couple of episodes ago. Ooh, I remember my goal because my goal was specifically around budgeting. So I I did start using the budgeting app. It's still becoming a habit. Like I'll forget to put things in, but. Mm-hmm. Just that having that reminder of having the number there. So the way the budgeting app works is it will show what's coming in, what's going out, like if you set things up and then it'll have like a number on the screen for you to look at to hear how much money you have. Um, For that, it's been really helpful for me. And I've been making a point where before I spend money, even if I don't use the app because I've, you know, just forgotten to do it for a day and then I've gotten behind, instead of using the app, I'll just open my banking app and look at the amount of money I have before I spend any money that day to be like, okay, you need to know, look like consciously look at the amount of money I have 
consciously think about how many days I have until I, um, like my next pay comes in and then sort of think, can I afford this? Uh, a really amazing designer in Brisbane just did like a really beautiful one-off top. Her name's Alice Nightingale. She just did like this top that she'd embroidered yeah, nah into the badge and it had beautiful floaty <laughs> sleeves and was made mm-hmm. out of like vintage fabric. And I looked at it and I was like, oh my God, that's gorgeous. Like I, I so want that. It's like a one-off piece. And then I checked how much it would have been and then I went and looked at my bank account and then I looked <laughs> at how many days I had left and how many, and I, w- I looked at it, even though I had enough money to buy it, I was like, you ne- still need to consider being alive for the next week. Yeah. So you can't afford this and that's fine. Like I made that decision and that, so I've already started helping myself. So that's been really good. That's so really even though I haven't used the budgeting app specifically every time, I've been very conscious and making sure I check and put effort into being like how much money do you need to live (laughs) yeah a good piece of advice i got off uh tom edgoose friend of the show and video whiz Mm -hmm. because he knows i'm so bad with money (laughs) like he's you're so good with spending though oh i know (laughs) i've got good taste expensive taste but good taste (laughs) i blame my parents but um anyways i was i was like just venting to him about how stressed I was that I was so broke all the time. And he was like, your issue is you get X amount of money every week and you assume that's how much you have to spend. And he's like, it's not though. He's like, stop draining your account to zero. He's like, can you just go like one week without one pay cycle without draining your account to zero and you'll be so much less stressed. Because that's what I was doing. I was looking <laughs> being like, this costs $70. How much money do I have in my bank account? $70. And then I would like drain it to zero and then start from scratch again, which mm. meant from paycheck to paycheck. Oh, okay, yeah. No, yeah. I see how you get. Oh, yeah, okay. and so, okay. so from page, I was just living paycheck to paycheck. Right. Um, and he was like, you just got to like put in your head that you don't actually have that much money. Mm-hmm. You've got to assume that you've got to have a buffer at the end of the week every week. And mm-hmm. he's like, it would just be so much less stressful. And that's what I've been trying to do. And things have been way less stressful <laughs> since I've – because, again, you look and you're like, yeah, I do have the money. I mean, it's not like I borrow money. I don't have a credit card or anything. It's all my money. But it uh, doesn't mean I should be spending it just because it's there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've been doing a similar thing, actually. I'm, I'm, And I know this is, like, not a standard – or like arrangement, but it's um, I'm lucky enough that I have the option to, if I want, I can pay my rent in cash, um, which is quite lucky. I know that's pretty rare. So what I've been doing is as soon as I get pay, I've worked out how much I will need to take out to cover all the rent until the next pay and how much I will need to put aside to pay bills so that, you know, if I, if I do need to pay anything in, you know, mm. like online transfer, I can just put it back in my account. But it's physically out of the account that I look yeah. at. So, as I said, very lucky that I am able to pay it in cash. That's an option for me, but it's physically not there. So, as soon as I get my pay in, it's gone straight away. Yeah. And then the money I look at is the money I have that's left. Yeah. I should also take out, uh, like, grocery money in cash, put that in my wallet and be like, this is for food only. Yeah. Well, that's what I do as well. I now have a separate account for, like, my bills and rent. Mm. So, every time I get paid, I I know roughly how much my bills are. It fluctuates every month because bills always do. So I always overestimate it now and, like, I move that money out of my account straight away and I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's gone. Now then what do I have left? <laughs> <laughs> but it's so easy to, like, just be too optimistic with your spending. You just be like, yeah, it's going to be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'm earning enough. I didn't. Shit. 
me. <laughs> yeah. But I still, again, I, I always harp on about having more than one bank account. Yeah. And I always harp on about being like, you know, you need to have a certain different kinds of like bank accounts. So this is your save. This is your this. This is your yeah, that. Yeah. I've got three now. <gasps> I'm using well, my three. I'm bloody, using my three. As soon no. as I got my pay, I took out money that I could pay in rent. So I was like, I'll just pay my rent in cash because that way it is out of my, like out of mm-hmm. sight, out of mind. I put money into my savings i put the required amount so that i'll meet my savings goal every month and then a bit extra to start building a buffer Good. i want to get i want to aim to have like a five gram buffer i don't know how quickly i'll be able to do that <laughs> but um that's what i'm aiming for and then i've got my big savings ones so yeah yeah I've, I've, I've actually done pretty okay at this i'm so proud of us <laughs> collectively as a team all of us have savings accounts. Oh, we're doing we're so well. Go us. Well done. Not bad well, for a bunch of We videos. deserve a shopping spree. <laughs> <laughs> how about you guys? What are your goals? Well, how, would you go- how did you go with your goals? Mm. Does anyone remember my goal? Because I remember mine, which is kind of embarrassing. Oh, no. What is it? I said I'd have a new job by the time. <laughs> <laughs> but you have been trying. You were just Actually, saying yeah. you have been this trying. This is true. Yes. And as we just discussed, you can't really control yeah. what happens in those processes. Well, I was hoping that, which is, which is, I know myself. Yeah. And I know that if I make a really big claim, I will at least try to come through with it because I usually wake up the next day. I'm like, oh, now I actually have to do something about it, <laughs> which is what I was hoping for. And now that's what I'm doing. Uh, I have like started to like I went through and redid my whole resume, which is that's a big upsettingly time consuming. Yeah. Uh, so I did all that. I have been applying for jobs and for the first time ever, I've buried all my shame and I'm hitting people up for connections as well, which I think is half the battle when you hmm. find a job. Just be asking everyone, do you know anyone who's hiring? Because I, I would love a new job. And then a bunch of people came through. They went, yeah, I actually do. Do you want to hook you up with someone? Hmm. So now I have like a bunch of people to call who so have good. jobs available and stuff like that. So I'm on the right track. Well, just it's a numbers game. <laughs> it is a numbers <laughs> we'll game. That's so go. good. But I'm proud of myself that I bothered to actually do something rather than just saying I would do it. Well done. And then not. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's pretty damn good. You know what? Halfway there. Yay. I'd say that is a success. Yeah. For for a goal that you, like half of it does not have anything to do with you, (laughs) you did exceptionally well. Like you've done, I think it sounds like you've done everything Mm -hmm. you can to get on the right track to get a job. But yeah, Mm -hmm. most of that goal has nothing to do with you or your choices so yeah. that's a well that's done. a big goal to set for you it was it was an unre- unrealistically large goal because we only set this goal like a week ago <laughs> in actual recording time yes. yeah uh, but hey here we are well, but still well done as for myself i know i uh, want to do a couple things one was scheduling mm-hmm. which um and putting everything on sort of on a calendar kind of stuff. And uh, I have been doing that. It's really, really nice to have it all visually there. I'm sort of now kind of trying to create more different calendars so I can kind of put things in the boxes so I can kind of like unclick and un whatever to be like, ah, yes, visually it's all happening. It's all there. So that's been going really well. I could, of course, always do better. Um, but it is, you know, it's nice to have everything in order, in place, kind of visually there to be like, ah, yes, things are going well. But what I need to do better is more... I guess, recording schedule-wise, to be mm-hmm. just like, ah, yes, we're doing this at this day and this at this time. It's, that's probably the hardest thing as well, just because so many people who work here mm-hmm. have second jobs as well. Yeah. Like, there's very few people who are 
just available mm-hmm. or not even just second jobs but like other obligations outside yeah. of work and 100%. stuff and and so that's where like we always endeavor mm-hmm. to have a schedule <laughs> we always do and this is again the problem of dealing with creatives and all that jazz is you know sometimes you have the best intentions yeah. but <laughs> also i found we tend not to work well to that kind of um uh, system. We don't yeah. really work well. Like I, I, you know, you don't, you know, have this same group for six, seven years without realizing what does and doesn't work. And we have had people try to implement proper scheduling before, and it, <laughs> you know, everyone's just like, mm, "How about I refuse?" Um, <laughs> and you're like, "That's a good, valid point." So, it, with that in mind, I think it's 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 doing really well so far in terms mm-hmm. of like looking at the you know our business structure in terms of at least you know how how we're going with making sure that everything is done on time and and uh, look there are certain things that are falling behind but there are you know a lot of things that you know are not and a lot of things we're getting on top of and we're getting ahead of which is something I really really am enjoying mm-hmm. like I don't know I don't know about you guys but I know this year for some odd reason and especially it was last year. Uh, I was feeling a bit burnt out, and I still kind of am, I think. Mm-hmm. And going online weirdly, I mean, like hearing a lot of people on like like the YouTube side of the create creativity as it is these days, there's a lot of YouTube burnout happening as well. So I don't know if it's just like collectively we as a giant creative <laughs> group have just decided, oh, oh boy. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know why. I just I am. I know I'm feeling a little bit burnt out. It's so have, easy to push your limits, though. So easy. Yeah. I, do you have a theory about that? Mm. Um, I think with when you have a creative job and the content is you, it's things that you're creating. You can never, especially for you who live at work. Um, yes. <laughs> you can't. You can't ever go home from a creative job. You can't. Like I've had office jobs. I've had hospitality jobs. I've had. You know like demo display mm-hmm. jobs and from all of those other ones you go home and you clock fine. off yeah. you clock off there's nothing that you need to take home from that work or do anything with it for jobs like this or jobs like where you're doing content creation the way we perceive work is actually producing the content but there's so much work that goes behind that and there's so much um, extra thought that goes into it in terms of thinking about because you're also self-promoting self-marketing um, yeah. we have like a marketing team and we've got things like that but because it's all us we're yes. always all thinking about you know yes. how the we're marketing gonna... team well one third of them is already in this room yeah <laughs> so <laughs> so everyone because it's so divvied up as well and when you're thinking about handling your own sort of as weird as it is to say image and brand and things mm. like that you don't go home from it and you always want to produce more and more content because you think you can and because yeah. in your mind all you're letting down is yourself if you don't do it like but sorry not letting down because you you want to you know you want to do things for like people who support you because you want to thank them but um in your mind the only thing stopping you is yourself yes and you push yourself way too far and because it's just you and like there's this weird thing that just is so prevalent with the arts and especially with things like podcasting um youtube like Mm -hmm. video creation as well, if it's more in the just talking about it thing, the effort seems or feels like so much less. It's like, oh, no, no, we just sit, like, you just sit around talking. Like, it's not, it's not that much of a thing, but it, it's, it is, it's, it's more than it seems. And then there's all the effort of editing and Mm -hmm. marketing and all that extra stuff in the end. So it ends up being quite easy to burn out because you want to push yourself. You want to do better. You want to keep producing more content. And when you think about it, you don't consider all the other parts 
And if you do, you're sort of like, oh, but I can do it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say something really similar. That I think work like that is kind of sneaky and incremental in mm. that you do X amount and you're like, hey, I can handle that. That means mm. I can just do a little bit more. And then mm. I'll just do a little bit more. And then you're doing that over the space of a year and then suddenly you don't have a day off and you're like, how did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> and I think that what Cassie was saying is like, bang on in that if you are trying to create content like this a part of the craft is to make it look like it's not that much effort and that it is seamless and that it's easy and breezy and stuff because you're putting on a public persona Mm -hmm. and as soon as you let that slip that's when you're not sort of being professional so there is a professionalism in seeming casual if that makes sense oh yeah yeah. (laughs) again like i'm trying to think like a more more of a recent kind of ish uh, thing for us is I know like say because you know we're, we're starting doing some more um, Twitch stuff we're starting doing more yeah. streaming that kind of thing we're um, you know doing a like a board game uh, stream on like Frost of Friday um, and like we we played uh, Monopoly which is doesn't sound hard <laughs> or even that taxing but we played it for like over, for three, over hours. three hours and but because it's like you 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 know when we do a show when we're recording when we're doing like an episode that kind of stuff. You know, there are breaks. You do an episode, uh, and they can go anywhere between, you know, 30 minutes to an hour. And it's just like, cool, you do that, uh, have some yucks, have a bit of a break, come back into it, keep going. There was, it's just like, you had, we had to be on that whole time. I don't know how you felt afterwards, but I just felt exhausted. We were all so tired afterwards, and I was... I think we were all surprised at how tired we were too. <laughs> and the idea of, and I, I know if you're, if it's not something you do, it does, it does seem a bit weird. You're like, no, but you're just playing a game with mm. your friends. It's fun. And a hundred percent, it is so fun to do that. But being on constantly thinking about it was live recording as well. So uh, just having that extra thing of being like, oh, it is live. Make sure everything is seamless. Make sure it keeps running. We're not going to have any gaps. We're not going to have any yeah, lulls, no um, you know, it's a performance. Um, if you're hanging around playing a game with your friends, you can get up and you can go grab a drink or whatever. You can you you can be mobile while you're doing it and you mm. end up having a lot more sort of half breaks yeah. <laughs> as you're going. It's relaxing and you can diverge as well in your conversations yeah. and it's yeah. it's normal. <laughs> Sit back with someone else talk for half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I, again, it was, you know, so we do a D&D podcast, but if you ever play like say D&D casually with mates versus what we do behind the mm. mic where we try to make it more engaging and entertaining, just the difference that it is, it's just <laughs> out, it, it's outstanding because it's just kind of like, yep, you're here, you're on, you're doing everything right around. But for a casual thing, it's like, whatever. Yeah, look, you keep playing. That's the round. I'm going to go here and quickly, like, go to the fridge and make myself something to eat. Uh, While someone else is doing a little bit over here, I'm just going to have a chat to my mate to be like, oh, how's things with blah, 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 blah. And back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And it is Mm. more of a low-key, relaxing situation, whereas it's just very much like, I'm like, feeling that burnout. It doesn't... doesn't for me anyway it doesn't ever take the fun out of it mm. but well, it is yeah. it is more effort <laughs> yes yeah. yes 100 um so yeah so scheduling i think we're I'm getting getting a bit better on it. and my other uh thing i wanted to do was to learn a new shuffle um oh for cards yes for cards. not for feet not for feet but for cards and so i was trying to find out one that i kind of was trying to work on and i found out it's called like it's called the ben wade cut um, and I think there's three variations. There's a Ben Wade 0, Ben Wade, and then there's a Ben Wade 2. 
Uh, and all of them come with a certain, like, basically it's the towards the end, the flourish. So I think I've kind of done the Ben Wade uh, zero, which is basically what I'm showing you right now, Cass. Ah, cutting the deck into two, hold, cutting those yeah. two into two in one in each hand. and so then what you can do is do that and have a bit of a flourish. Ah, so yeah. he's now cut the deck into five and is holding five separate cuts uh, splayed out in a W shape. Yes. And so that's kind of like the Ben way. And then there is something to do at the very end with a flourish. I haven't quite worked out, but I have been doing basically like this, which Ooh. is a very simple kind of turning one single card over. It's almost over like again. 580, or no, 570, 560, It's very mesmerizing. He's been doing it. Like continuously throughout the recording, and it's kind of hard not to watch. It's like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't uh, get old. <laughs> so I, I think I, I can call this one a bit of a success. Um, I've done basically one point five of one of uh, the, the shuffles or the the, the, fl- the flourishes that I would like to do. Definitely Google it; it looks really cool. Um, but yeah, if you can look at like uh, the Ben Wade uh, Ben Wade cut Ben Wade shuffle, there is some like crazy stuff that people do with it all, and I'm trying to get there, but. Boy, is it tedious, and boy, does it take some time. It does. Like, it's a lot of effort. The ability to get, like, a like a, a pack of cards, like, a, the packet of cards, and to grab with one finger to kind of move one card up, that has taken me a week. Yeah. <laughs> that has taken me a week of, like, consistently trying to do that to make sure that, like, I actually have that control yeah. over. Oh, um, I was just going to say, when you're listening to this episode, because with our release schedule, it probably won't come out tomorrow. Send us a message over Instagram and we'll film them at doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you have until the sure. episode's released to, to, to change get better, it up. To get better. Um, we're Sans Pants Radio on Instagram. We can post it on the main account. Um, mm-hmm. Joel's also goddamn at Zamet on Instagram. <laughs> oh, yes. When uh, I've been learning a, a shuffle as well, um, Zamet's much further along than me. But <laughs> when I get going, you can also film me. Yeah. Yes. And what's your Instagram? Uh uh, what is my Instagram? Ribeye Freakland. Oh, it is too. Ribeye Freakland. Um, Ribeye like the steak, Freakland like my life. Um, and uh, yeah, it's called a Sybil cut. So if anybody knows much about shuffling, it's the idea is you're supposed to get the deck back to do lots of like flourishy steps, but your deck should go back to how it was originally. It's real hard. Yeah, it looks hard. It's, 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 it seems it's, very similar to like the Ben Wade thing. I love the names of these things. Like the more I'm delving into like all the different kind of like card flourishes and like cardistry, I think it's called. It's like all these like different names. I'm like, who is this Ben Wade chap? Who? What did they do? I want to know more about him. Have I researched it? No. no. no, no. <laughs> is it probably one click away? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> probably, 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 probably. But like, it's the mystery that I like. Mm-hmm. Shoot us a message, I'll film them both. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The pressure is on now. That, that's my goal now. I've got to finish learning this shuffle because I've done the first like four steps of ten. So I've got to do the rest of them. <laughs> I know. Every, every moment you're like, ah, yes, I've, I've yeah, because the thing is you just got to break it down into like one, like, you know, one little step-by-step thing because like that bit's not that hard. Yeah. And you just got to just put them all together and that bit is awkward and fumbly. It, it's di- I find the difficulty is doing it identical every single time mm. because you're supposed to be able to pick up X amount of cards with your fingers to, like, keep track of the deck. Mm. And I I can't do that. Like, I can do all the movements of the shuffle, Mm. but my deck won't end up the same. Oh, yeah. Have you seen people where they, like, they just grab a a pack of, like, out of a deck and they're like, yep, that's ten cards. Yep, that's, like, seven. And then, like, that's eight. And you're like, you got you crazy good. See, this is what I need to learn how to do. Give me a year. (laughs) Check back in a year. (laughs) So that's your goal for this week? 
goal for the year. No, <laughs> that's my goal for the week is maybe just to finish the movement of the shuffle and then I'll work on actually like counting the deck as we go along. Ooh. Hey, if you get the movement of the shuffle, if it doesn't go back to the way the deck was, it's still a shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I know. Look, I'm liking this kind of like uh, cardistry because we do a lot of like uh, faffing about with um, decks of cards. So yeah, okay. My goal for the week or my goal for the, the episode is uh, till next time just to try and... Uh, Get at least the Ben Wade, the actual bl- lovely little flourish at the end. It looks all beautiful and nice to, just to nail that because it'll take me a while, I mm. feel. Beautiful. Uh, spoke previously about how I'm constantly late and how it kills me every single time. Yeah. And it's it's stupid that there is a part of my life that makes me feel bad every day. And I'm not yes. doing that. I deserve better. So what? I, um, my previous attempts at being better on time have not worked. So my plan now is what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the time one day when I have nothing on. I'm going to have a shower and get ready at my leisure mm-hmm. <laughs> and time how long it takes. And usually I look at a clock as I'm going. And if I sometimes I look at a clock and be like, oh, I've got time. And so I'll, I'll just fluff around for a bit and then be like, oh, wait, the other thing to... No, now I'm like, like, no, I will just have the shower, take my time, do not look at the clock, time myself, get ready, mm-hmm. then check. And mm-hmm. another part of it will be plan your outfits the next, like, the day ahead because I just... Get a uniform. <laughs> it's great. I have, a, I have a uniform for winter, but it's still too warm. <laughs> my uniform, My uniform is usually just like big socks or big shoes that like go over my knees because it's warmer than pants and then big shirt <laughs> or big jumper or just small dress that's that's it <laughs> i feel very comfortable in that you can get into any position if it's baggy enough you can curl up into a little ball and your legs are warm but you don't have the restriction of pants but it's still it's we're not there yet i did actually i just ordered a branson reese shirt uh that i will be wearing as a dress and i'm so excited <laughs> i'm so oh my gosh there's a puzzle waiting for me at the post office do you reckon it's that i'm so excited okay, we'll <laughs> <laughs> um yes but no my plan is to time all the things mm-hmm. that take time write them down do them leisurely so i'm not rushing write down a list of how long it takes me to do things Look at the list every day. I will stick it next to my door so that I cannot leave my room without seeing it, so that I am constantly in face with how long things take me. And then I'm building up from there because I've I've tried other things before to be on time and they haven't worked. So I'm trying this. I'm trying a method. If it works, I will give it away for free because if it works, I, ju- I will be so- – I ju- there will be a part of my life that doesn't make me sad every day. <laughs> Realising that there is a part of my life that crushes me every time it happens has slain me. That's not fair. If someone else said that, I'd be like, get help, do that. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> good. That's um, my goal. It's a good, good goal. It's, goal. It's not – be on time for everything ever because clearly that doesn't work. <laughs> it is take all the te- steps necessary to figure out what takes time. Know your Fig- limitations. Yep. Figure out what is taking time. If it's like, oh, it's picking shoes. Maybe I need new shoes, you Maybe know? Maybe you do. Or less shoes. Maybe oh. you need more shoes. <laughs> Let's go on that spending spree some handsome person was talking about before. Yeah, you've got all your savings. This is what it's for. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I've been Joel. I've been Cass. I've been Ruby. And we're still fine. <laughs> Hope you are too. Thanks for listening. If you do need help, 
go get it. We're not qualified in any way, shape, or form. But if you want to help support us, just head to uh, sanspantsplus.com and give what you can and help support this happy little show. And if you want to stay in contact with us out of uh, the podcast realm, you can hit me up on Twitter. I'm at GoddammitZamit. I'm at the G Dimmer. I'm at Rubbly Plank. And I'm at Cass Cass Page. Thank you so much for finally changing Cass. Yes, one of my many marvellous decisions. Mm. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.